You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. John has a story for us about the latest Google I.O. for 2018, the highlights of that developers conference and news from the keynote. Yeah, so this is uh, something that happens every year. It's where Google comes out and the, 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 the big heads of department come and talk about the big advancements and what's happening with Google and Android and uh, all of their different systems. Right. And there was a few things that uh, that certainly caught my attention and I think definitely caught the attention of, um, of people there. Now, one of these was... Um, Google Duplex. So this is a, a new assistant type uh, scenario, a new uh, system that's been announced by Google. Now on the one hand, it's, uh, it appears to be very helpful, but on the other hand, it is very, very creepy and here's why. So this is where Google Assistant, this is like um, Siri for iPhones, Google Assistant is your assistant where you can ask it questions what's the weather going to be like today what's my day like in terms of appointments and it will actually talk back to you and it will look up things now i use it on a fairly regular basis i have the pixel 2 and i can squeeze the sides of that phone and that automatically starts up google assistant and i can ask it simple things when's my next appointment or navigate to such and such now that's great and that's easy to use but when we start talking about duplex and what's been announced it does get a little bit weird it hasn't sort of been released yet but it's been announced through this I.O. conference that Google Duplex will allow you to ask for an appointment to be created. So you could say, okay, Google, can you book an appointment with my hairdresser for Tuesday next week between 10 and 12 and just leave it at that. And Duplex will then automatically, in the background, it will call your hairdresser and it will make it sound like a human is calling. And it it does things, and this is the scary, the creepy bit about it, because if you recognize it as being a a robot, Mm. uh, then I guess on the one hand, the receiver might go, well, I'm not interested in talking to you, but at least you wouldn't be fooled. But what they're making it do is the ums and ahs. And there there is um, some audio you can hear online. We'll have a link in the show notes and particularly in the podcast we put up on beyondinfinity.com.au. We'll put a video of the conference. But it actually starts off by saying something like, um, just wondering if you have an appointment time for Tuesday next week between 10 and 12 for a lady's haircut. And then you've got the, you know, the hairdresser is actually looking up the notes and saying, oh, look, we can do one o'clock. And they're like, oh, do you? And so it's actually is very conversational style. Right. And they are able to agree on a time. And uh, the duplex system, the Google Assistant, is able to then provide a name and contact number for that appointment. And then that automatically gets put into your calendar. Mm. So your Google Calendar, it's then got, okay, so you've got an appointment next week at 10.30 on a Tuesday, something like that. So on on the one hand, hey, great. This is maybe people that uh, have anxiety and don't like talking to people or maybe people that are unable to speak that need to make appointments. I can see a, a huge benefit there. But this is also scary because it is fooling the the people that it's calling. So, you know, someone at the hairdresser thinks they've been talking with a real person where in actual fact they're talking with a robot that's designed to sound like a human. So it's like a personal concierge that can actually make arrangements for you. You could say, look, ring up a travel agent, get some flights organised for me. Exactly, 100%. And that's hmm. exactly where they want to be. They want hmm. to be able to use the machine learning um, to, you know, to be able to analyse um, all scenarios with the conversation and then provide that outcome and, that you and desire. And the creepy thing is where it gets to the point where you don't even know that it's a machine. 
and you, exactly. you as the hairdresser don't you think you just spoke to your client exactly mm. now look there are maybe some other benefits which google are touting as you know as being very beneficial for example if you're a business and somebody has made an appointment with you you could use the assistant to actually receive call, the call well and they send out the call and say just a reminder that you've got your appointment for tomorrow or you know this afternoon wherever it is mm. are you still happy with that or would you like to change the time mm. so it is automating that process there again that's a little bit scary because we would be receiving an automated voice call which sounds like a real human being so it's passing the the turing test essentially where it sounds like it's um, yeah. a, a real person yep. and this is where machine learning has gone and, and i guess that's where um, some of the other features and, and benefits are coming in for example one of the other features is sort of the predictive or smart compose that gmail is getting and this is where you've probably seen it if you've got uh, gmail on your android device mm. or just use gmail system on your phone mm. is that it it will have sort of smart replies. So you receive an email and you might be able to just tap the, yes, that sounds great, I'll be there. Or there's a, you know very simple replies. Uh, you might obviously have predictive text on your phone. So when you're typing away, it might suggest the next word. Mm. You know That is helpful. But what Gmail now is looking to do is Smart Compose, which is actually incorporating all the machine learning and actually looking at the emails you've written in the past, the context of the email itself, and what you should actually potentially reply with. And it will have a grayed out or a, a you know an idea of what to write. So if you're thinking, oh yeah, I want to do that, but I'm not sure, you can actually start then writing, and the predictive or the smart compose will come up. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show, or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows.